Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Scales Podcast. Let's start it off by throwing it over to Patrick Canny with the Scales News. Hey everyone, it's Patrick Canny, your your best friend here from the Scales Collective, uh, giving you a quick little sponsor update for our our sponsors for this episode. Um, We're really thankful for all of our sponsors this season. It's season three of the scales podcast and we have a number of sponsors who are really the ones who are making this happen so we really want to make make sure to give them a really good shout out here so so we'll just shout them out right now it's it's caribou lodge yo-yo works you know them the ones with the crazy anno colors all the awesome yo-yos coming out the metal yeti super sweet yo-yo factory izuru just got the win at south japan and they have a lot in store for this year loop 2020 you know it's a big deal duncan the original world's number one how can you be sponsored by a yo-yo company and it not be Duncan? Yo-Yo Recreation, a new sponsor out of Japan this year, so huge thanks to them. Um, Unparalleled Yo-Yos, Colin's new Yo-Yo, The Recognition, coming out soon. Mono Metal, super awesome. Y'all are going to love it. Um, SF Yo-Yos, Kieran's new Yo-Yo, the ES, coming out really soon. Uh, so be on the watch for that. New awesome colors on the way. G2 competition bimetal is on the way. So be watching out for that from G2 yo-yos. Monthly throw. Making awesome hats for uh, Luke Troutwine to wear on stage. And also making the best yo-yo subscription box in the game. Um, yo-yo expert where you can make the simple amazing. Learn yo-yo tricks. Buy yo-yos. Use our offer code scales for free shipping. Like come on it's a no-brainer. Um, and finally, Unspoken Project, uh, huge, awesome yo-yo makers, um, up and coming company, really cool stuff. The Artemis is awesome. So y'all should check it out. Um, huge thanks once again to all of our sponsors and, uh, we're really happy to continue to bring you awesome content from the Scales Collective and we couldn't do it without these sponsors. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Ty Accord, better known as Lofile, is here. Now, what do we have in common with this big-time producer whose Spotify tracks have literally millions of hits? I will give you a clue. He does something that we talk about for 80% of this podcast. That's right, this man plays with our favorite toy that returns to our hands. Check out this awesome conversation that I had with him. I was really excited to actually get to do it. Um, since this interview, one album that Ty had done some production for actually won a Grammy. He helped produce the album by Her, which won the best R&B album of the year. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Ty Accord, aka Lofile. But uh, it's good to finally speak with you. Yeah, man. I know we've been trying to make it happen, but... (laughs) Well, I'm glad we finally got to. So, uh, do people generally call you by your actual name or do they call you Lofile? I feel like, um, you know, I'm still getting used to having an artist name. I always <laughs> am just Ty. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's up to you. I don't really care, but yeah, usually my, my homies call me Ty. Yeah. Okay. So I will call you Ty. Um, I feel like, I, I, I feel like that must be something to actually, deal with mentally <laughs> like uh when you name yourself something that yeah uh, people are going to eventually just call you that instead of your name yeah exactly yep you have to take careful consideration into what you name yourself dude exactly and i mean i i know people 
I mean, know people. I've met people even that are pretty well known, and they still prefer like, oh, can you just call me blah blah, blah like my my real name? And it's like, okay, so this shit doesn't stop. Yeah, I know. I can't <laughs> imagine you'd be wanting to. You'd be uh, asking people to call you Twenty One Savage as your uh, <laughs> as your regular name is like John or something, if that even is his real name. Yeah, yeah. You're out in the UK now, right? I am. So you'll probably see him sometime soon. That's what I was <laughs> hoping. Yeah. 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 So for people who do not know you yep. and are wondering why someone who they may have not heard of is on a very niche yo-yo podcast, mm-hmm. maybe you want to explain why, who you are first off. Yeah. So my name is Ty. Uh, I go by Low File. Used to be, I used to go by Scout. Um, I'm a producer from Seattle, Washington. Um, lived in LA the past seven years. Um, <clears throat> was in a band called Issues or whatever, and that's like the first thing that like kind of like brought um, some attention to my name. Left the band to pursue doing producing stuff, and now I produce for hip hop artists, R and B artists, and myself. And somewhere along the line, about two years ago, I got really heavily into yo-yoing. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's. Uh, I mean, first off, the the fact that I had prior to even knowing who you are had actually listened to some of your music uh, was a little startling to me because you <laughs> produced a song for Chan. Oh, sick! Which. Uh, is also I it was when I looked at your pages the first thing I saw I was like is this a mistake like <laughs> was there like a glitch with like something that I was listening to ended up showing up on the first thing uh with about six million hits but no that was cool and then so I guess just for me I want to ask you how that came about uh Chan for people who don't know is like <laughs> uh just a straight up uh I don't know how you would describe it it's like a uh it's just a guitar band. I always, yeah. <laughs> I always describe them as, uh, as rhythm guitar, but I just don't think that's what they are at all. But it's funny to me. Yeah, they're they're definitely a class of their own. I mean, they're definitely like progressive, melodic, technical, uh, you know, feel good music, whatever. I don't know. So yeah. how'd you get in touch with them? Yeah. So um, our bands, my old band and Sean were in a vaguely similar world i mean we're, we weren't we you know we didn't make similar music really at all but just the scene was pretty similar so you know a lot of people that i knew and toured with were fans of them and you know you, bands just get passed around when they're good so i uh was put on to chan sometime in 2014 and uh, they have a song called Fluffy, and I ended up remixing that song just because I loved it. And I remixed it and uh, just basically added drums and the bass line to it and uh, put it on my SoundCloud. Somebody sent it to them. They're like, yo, this is pretty sweet. They uh, Mario from Tron got in touch and said, oh, man, it'd be sick to work officially one day. And I was like, yeah, sick. Um, so, you know, for their album, Homie, they were like interested in doing collaborations with a bunch of uh, producers. They did one with um, um, Giraffage and some other cool producers. And uh, yeah, I was one of the ones that they asked 
to do something with. And they just sent me some guitar ideas that they had. And I just like arranged it and flipped it. And then they um, let me know that they got Masego to agree to do in a verse uh, or the whole song, I should say. What am I talking about? And um, yeah, it's just what's really effortless and happened quickly and natural and ended up being, you know, one of their more popular songs, which was super unexpected for me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so cool to me. And then um, I guess other other notable names uh, that I that I noticed were uh, Freddie Gibbs and Mensa. Mm-hmm. So did you work one on one with either or both of them? No. So um, both of those um, were like pretty much internet collaborations. Um, Freddie Gibbs, uh, he had wrote something to another producer's beat, and that producer didn't like it. And I was just kind of like, "What are you talking about?" Um, but somehow or another, you know, suits and managers pass the verse around. Yeah, we want somebody to produce this verse. I got a shot uh, producing it. And um, yeah, I, I did uh, off top and ended up coming out as my song. I FaceTimed with Freddie and he was really cool. He was just really excited. He like really liked the production, which was unexpected. I mean, I was I, I was hoping, but you know, when he really liked it, I was excited. Uh, ended up putting it out, and that was sick. And then the same sort of thing happened with Vic. He was writing with someone else, and you know, he didn't have the whole thing done, but it was just a piece, and they didn't like it. So you know, I got a chance to produce it. Vic liked what I did, and and even wrote more. Um, and yeah, both times the rappers were were down to let it come out as my song featuring them. So that was both both times were equally exci- as exciting. Yeah, dude, that's unbelievable. I mean, it must feel surreal as well. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure. I mean, it's like you know, I mean, yeah, I once you get into the music industry or whatever the hell that means. Um, you know, people think that once you're in, you're in and, and you know, you know everybody and, and that's not the case. You know, you got to prove yourself and people don't really know who I am yet. I mean, I, I have, you know, a, a niche fan base or whatever, but, you know, players like that and like like rappers like that, they don't really know who I am. So, you know, I'm still a fan listening to their music on Spotify or whatever. And then when stars align and we get to work together, I'm just like, shit, like you didn't know who I was last week. And I was listening to your music last week and now we're doing music together. You know, that's, that's, that's always super exciting and super cool. Yeah. I think there's a, uh, it's funny. Cause in the, in the yo-yo world, there's like a sort of parallel, at least for me, when I was growing up, it felt like it was a bigger thing, which I later found out it was not a bigger thing than it yeah. actually is. But like uh, when you're like, collaborating and meeting all the people who you looked up to and you were like doing all that stuff. It just feels it's the most exciting time by far before you get jaded before yeah. uh, anything gets too serious. Yeah. Yeah. And you just get to see the the growth and it's exciting. Yeah. hundred percent, man. So um, how does yo-yoing sort of tie into your brand? Would you say if you, if you uh, would put it that way, I feel like that's a, maybe a sort of cheesy or, no uh, unsavory term like your brand but <laughs> yeah i i mean to be honest the the part of it being my brand is definitely more encouraged by uh 
other people, you know, when I show people that I can do certain tricks or whatever, just like do yo-yo tricks, whatever, people are always super excited to include it into, you know, whatever they're working on for me. So if they're doing something visual or like a music video or an interview, they always want to include it because they're just like, what is this guy doing with this, this crazy hobby? Um, and uh, for me, I, I, I was never super... I was just into it. I just thought it was cool. I was never like, oh, this is going to be like, I'm going to start doing this. This will be a part of my image. Mainly because, you know, I, I've i done this before where I've gotten really into something, gotten really excited about it. I wasn't that good. And then been like kind of rejected by the community or just made fun of or whatever, whatever it was, because, you know, I just got, I just went too hard. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be like three months into yo-yo and be like, yeah, I'm a freaking yo-yoer now. And I like speak for the, 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 the hobby when I had, you know, just started. So in my opinion, I was just over here trying to learn tricks and get better. At, um, but you know, it's, it's, it's hard to hide when you do it all the time, the damn time, wherever you go. So, you know, it just pops up and, you know, I've got some video content coming out soon where I'm doing yo-yo tricks. I yo-yoed in my first music video, you know, it's inevitable. Yeah, I saw that in the Nuno video, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I was also watching one of your vlogs, I believe. Um, and yeah. you, you had like a you had a full fledged collection. You're like not just like playing around. No, dude, I was. Yeah, I like really got into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like that's what uh, I mean. Like the the fact that you genuinely like it, I think, is really cool. That it's not just a gimmick for you, or it's uh it's not just sort of a selling point for you yeah um do you find that because so for me like growing up yo-yoing my whole life I've had like uh I guess every different type of person like to interact with seeing me yo-yo for the first time and like sometimes it goes really well I find that people who are artists or have a skill really appreciated a lot and then other people just don't understand it and um, they'll think it's weird or they'll sort of do like a half-ass like, oh, that's really cool. Um, when, <laughs> yeah. when you're showing people um, who know you're an artist already, do you think that that gives you – that like generally the reception is always good? I think having that context, I would imagine, would um, would, would allow people to appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah, I would say it's generally, it's generally positive, you know, even though sometimes I'm just not even just about yo-yoing, but just about anything or any of my little hobbies I'm a bit shy about. And it's generally pretty good. I mean, you do get the people that, that don't understand or obviously think it's whack and like, aren't really saying, like, I remember I was doing a riding camp and somebody was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't lead with the yo-yo if you're like meeting new people. Because mm-hmm. if they, if I didn't know you made dope music or whatever, uh, you know, I think that was pretty weird or something like that. And honestly, I'm just always like, whatever, man. I don't, I don't really care. I, I know it's like, what are you into? NBA? Sick. I'm not, I'm not. So <laughs> like, yeah. you no, know, it definitely, it's all about having the confidence behind it to back it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, what other things are you into? I think 
I think I saw scooters. Was that one of them? Dude, so scootering, I'm not actually that into. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do two tricks. I know two tricks. I know tail whip and a 360. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I have a scooter, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, I don't really, like, follow scooter pros or go to contests or, like, culture or anything like that. But I do enjoy it. Um, I'm much more into, like, BMXing. Like, I really find that to be fun. Um, and that I do, you know, obsess over a bit. I, I, uh, follow a lot of pro BMXers and like go to contests and stuff. Um, and it's, it's just, you know, I, I've been into every extreme sport when I was a kid, you know, I think my first real passion outside of music, my first real hobby that I grew up on was rollerblading. And I did that for like 10, 12 years, maybe even more, 14 years. And after I kind of like was over it kind of grew out of it and rollerblading just died um i just just it started expanding into a million other things and that's kind of where i got into yo-yoing and bmxing and you know snowboarding and just whatever you know Mm -hmm. yeah there's i guess every what they all have in common is the creation of tricks or like manipulating the environment that you're in yeah mm mm-hmm Exactly. Yeah, there's a certain parallel to all of that. Do you find that there's a parallel between uh, construction of music and construction of a yo-yo trick? Yeah, I, I, I think there are tons of parallels between yo-yoing and music. And yeah, like a, a like you're like how you can have in both. So I'm speaking for both here, uh, yo-yoing and music. How you can have a style, how you can follow a norm if you choose to. You know, how uh, there can be some sort of mold that that no one has broken and then someone figures out how to break that mold and change it, change the art form forever. Like, I just think all that's super exciting. All that's super cool. Um, And like how creative it is. And yeah, like, you know, making a yoga trick, it's like, all right, cool. You, 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 you could base it off of something that's been done. You know, you could base it off of one and a half. You could base it off of um a double or nothing or whatever and then you know what you do with it is what makes it yours and it's like the same thing with music it's like you have things that work and you know a drum pattern and a bass line and like you don't need to reinvent the wheel but it's like what do you do with these elements that like really pushes this whole shit to the next level i I think that's always been something i've gravitated towards yeah well put because uh, I can tell, I, like, even just watching some of the tricks that you've put out, for instance, that there's real thought behind it. Um, oh, thank you, man. That um, Because there's, I think the, you're still, you're two years in, so it's still kind of raw. But mm-hmm. it's like the, the thought is really there. Yeah, the, yeah. The intention is there. And that's what I think uh, shapes a really great yo-yo player. Oh, dude, I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, because it takes me... Honestly, it takes a lot of confidence for me to put those up because I know I'm like so new, but I'm just like, you know what? It's all about like just having fun. And if somebody's got like a tip or something, I'm down to hear it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so who are, you, who are some of your favorite yo-yoers companies? Like what is, what does the yo-yo uh, landscape look like to you? Like who's the... Um, I really like Rojas. He's like probably my favorite. All right. Um, yeah, I just love his style, his fluidity. Um, I really like him a lot. I really like um, That's a fantastic choice. <laughs> sick. 
Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, oh, obviously Tyler Viano. He's awesome. Everybody loves him. Um, and I tend to like companies that are a bit, um, I don't know, like kind of like the smaller ones that make really, really cool stuff, like really good stuff. Um, I, I still don't pretend to be a super connoisseur yet, but I, I really like um, unspoken stuff. I really like um, uh, trying to think. Um, oh, I really love the the float is like my favorite yo-yo, I think, of, oh. of all time. Yeah, that is my favorite. Not just saying that. I think that is an insane yo-yo. I love <laughs> that yo-yo. Thanks, man. That's good yeah. to hear. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the, the bigger ones too. I like CLIW. I, for whatever reason, I've, I've always loved IOYO yo-yos. I'm still like, still figuring it out kind of, but yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I love, I love that, uh, Rojas was the first person you mentioned. That's like a serious, like you, you're not, <laughs> you're not, uh, you're not faking it. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's, he's the sickest man. Anytime somebody like asked me, Oh, who's like the sickest roller, uh, like the yeah. sickest yo-yo player? I pull up a Rojas video, like like no matter what. People. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. All right, so uh, we'll round it out by should mention your new single. Uh, oh yeah, you've changed. Mm-hmm. Is the name of the single? You can catch that on Spotify. Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> iTunes. Yep, mm-hmm. Every, anywhere everywhere. That, any, anywhere that you're gonna get music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like I, I implore you to check it out because it's seriously good. Like it's, I, I actually have just been listening to it on my own. Um, I, I tried to set up the interview for like the last month, and it's been on the, it's been in the rotation for sure. Oh man, thanks, dude. Uh, and then you can be found on all social media as Lofile with two eyes. Hmm. Sweet. And uh, let me just finish it off by mentioning that, like, I think that it's really awesome that you're yo-yoing and for purely a selfish purpose that I like, I think that you make yo-yoing look great. Uh, Uh. (laughs) There's always been this ongoing question for years. Can yo-yoing go mainstream? And I don't think that's really what it's about, nor is it what I want, but I think that you're, that it would be cool if it got recognized in at least a respectable way if you were to blow up something like that. So cheers. Oh yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I, yeah, I feel the same way. I'm just like, I mean, I see, I, sometimes I get a bit jealous of like the Kandama thing because, you know, with with BMXing, you know, everyone knows about Adam 22 and awesome shit Mm -hmm. And they, uh, you know, because they're, they're kind of like the big, you know, they're connected to the rap world and all that. And all of them are mad into kandamas. And I'm always like, you know, I'm always like, you know what? Like, yo-yoing could have like a moment like kandama is having or whatever. And I, and I, I don't know. I'm a bit slightly determined to help make that happen. Yeah. And I think people still really like analog stuff. I think that's really just the case. I think people still like the tactile feeling of catching a yo-yo or uh, spiking a kendama, but uh, I don't want, yeah. I, I wouldn't want it to be on the back of Adam 22 or anyone like that. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 No, no, more no. organic sort of way to come up and, uh, yep. and like, I, I don't, I don't think that you have to be the, uh, 
the <laughs> the catalyst for all of that, but I think it's cool that even if there's just a glimpse of it in uh in good music uh and all that's related to it. So Yeah. Good point. Anyway, thanks again. Uh no worries. And hopefully we'll do another interview. We'll be in touch. Uh, yeah, man. I'm going to steal uh, your song and throw it on at the end of the pod, if that's cool with you. Dude, please. Sweet. So uh, I guess the outro song will be You've Changed by Lofile. Thanks again, man. Yeah. No worries, man. Peace. Well, that was crazy, wasn't it? Now, I just need to thank everyone for listening as usual, and thank you again to our sponsors. That's G-Squared, SF, Unparalleled, Unspoken, Zipline Strings, Yo-Yo Expert, Monthly Throw, Yo-Yo Recreation, Duncan, Caribou Lodge, and Yo-Yo Factory. And we will see you guys next time for the Scales Podcast. Thanks for listening. And now we'll let Lofile take it away with his hit song, You've changed. You can find it on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever music is found generally. Thanks, guys.